It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this very invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I want to thank each one of our listeners that have tuned in live today and the ones that will be listening to the podcast. I am just very grateful for each one of our listeners. And I am just so overly excited today to have back with me my returning monthly diva, Kate Nelligan. And we are going to talk about the awakening journey. Oh, wow. This is going to be an interesting chat. Kate, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? Sure. Thanks for having me. You are so welcome. (laughs) So I am an equine partnered life and career coach and healer and animal communicator. And essentially what that means is I partner humans and horses together to create personal and professional transformation and change uh, based on what people's goals are and intentions. And I also train equine coaches to get started and or take their business to the next level and really partner with horses in a way that honors them. Oh, wow. Wow. You have so much uh, rewarding, so many rewarding moments in your life. I can I can hear it in your voice by what you're saying and what you do. It just sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And as we talk tonight, uh, our topic tonight on awakening journey, how would you like to start to tell our listeners a little bit about the Awakening Journey, because I know your Facebook page is called Awakening with Equines, and I just love that. That just sounds so fitting. It goes right along with our topic tonight. So how would you like to start to talk to our listeners tonight and tell them about Awakening with Equine and the Awakening Journey? Sure, yeah. So... I originally had this thing called equine rock stars and it really evolved into awakening with equines. And it, it also, the acronym is AWE, A-W-E. And that's really what the horses evoke and inspire is that sense of wonder and awe. You know, they are these incredible large beings on the planet. And I was on a podcast years ago and a woman asked me at the end, do you believe the horses well, first she's like, "Do you, what would happen if the horses took over the world? And that, my thought was, they're not, they don't want to, they're not going to. Um, <laughs> but if they did, it would be a better humanity because we'd have, we could learn quite a bit from them. And then she asked me if I believed horses were ascension partners. And at the time I was like, oh my God, I had not thought about it in that way. But yes, of course. And that was her belief system is that horses are really partnering with us right now to help us with ascension, awakening, you know, other words could be up-leveling, um, raising consciousness. There's different ways of kind of looking at it, but essentially what it is is it's 
allowing us to grow into more of our potential, more of our understanding that we're divine beings having a human experience or a horse experience if we're a horse. Uh, and so that's a lot of kind of what it is. And I have my master's in spiritual psychology. And that really is a two-year deep dive into the awakening process of like really getting out of more of this ego-centered, you know, I-based lifestyle, moving into a we-based, you know, collaboration and community and co-creation here on Earth where we're all working and thriving well together. And uh, it's very much about letting go of just these lower forms of consciousness like shame and guilt and fear and rising into um, joy and love and compassion and trust and understanding and openness and, and some of these bigger qualities. So that I'm happy to talk about this because I feel like there I've been really thinking a lot about awakening lately, and I had another awakening this year. I've had others. I know a few of my clients are in their own right now, and I feel like it's really important for us to know what is it, what is an awakening, how can we work better in that space with ourselves and others as they're going through it, and also kind of the different types of awakenings that can happen, and then how the horses can help. And obviously, this could be like a two-hour conversation, but we'll <laughs> hit the highlights today. Oh, oh! I so hear you. I'm thinking of so many things. Like you said, it could be. I'm going. Okay, we. How are we going to get this all in 30 minutes? We're just going to have to go. <laughs> we could talk for hours. <laughs> oh, I just loved everything you said because it is so much about spirituality and raising your consciousness and getting out of the ego frame of mind. And there is so much to that and letting go of fear and shame and just getting in, I call it kind of the love vibration, getting into more of the joy and love vibration in life and just kind of uh, feeling, going more inside yourself in a lot of ways. And how, what are some of the highlights you would like to talk about, Kate, this evening on this? Yeah, I love that you said vibration, too, because if we were to look at the scientifically from the frequency perspective, you know, you can measure higher frequencies. And I think that that's, you know, frequency or vibration is a piece of it. But essentially, I've, I've been thinking about awakening from this place of can we awaken? We often, as humanity, awaken through a through pain, right, through suffering or pushed by mm -hmm. pain or we're, the other is we're pulled by pleasure. And that is also an awakening process, but it's more through joy and learning and consciously looking at ourselves. But the root awakening, you know, it happened to me earlier this year when I lost my cat. It's happening to some of my clients right now going through their health challenges or really difficult challenges with loved ones. Um it can happen through losing a job. It can happen through losing, you know, um, going through a divorce. A lot of my clients are in transition. And it's uncomfortable because there's a lot of unknown. And ultimately, mm -hmm. in my experience, the awakening process, if we're to get to higher frequencies, higher vibrations, which is essentially, as you said, love, right, pure unconditional mm -hmm. love, if we're moving back to that energy or we're <clears> moving <throat> up to that energy, right, um, the first part is to know there's no – there's no um, striving, right? It's not a, like I'm going to get there <laughs> and or that I'm in a bad place and I need to be somewhere better. Like really there's no judgment. And what can happen in the rude awakening is it, it's the same way if you were literally my my 
intuition explained it to me, like if I was laying down sleeping, you can either wake up through just a natural rising out of bed and, you know, feeling good and smiling and rested and start your day from a peaceful place, or your alarm can go off after you haven't had a lot of sleep or you're cranky or your kid wakes you up or, you know, um, Mm -hmm. an animal poops on the bed or whatever, right? Or someone shakes you and jolts you. And that's more of the rude awakening. And that's like the physical wake up. But what happens Mm -hmm. is that is usually through some form of like trauma or tragedy or change or loss. And we have to face our shadow in that process, right? We have to face the anger, the sadness, the judgment, all of that. And there's a lot of surrender that's required. And so I find, you know, literally COVID created quite a bit of a rude awakening for a lot of people. And it was, it's been uncomfortable for, for many. And so it's really how do we navigate this by going within and, and working on resourcing ourselves, being sourced from within and learning how we can be more patient with ourselves and our loved ones, mm-hmm. go outside more, take more time for ourselves, focus on self-care, more balance, all of that. And then what I'm interested in doing with the horses is can we learn more through bliss? Can we learn more through fun? Can we learn through play? Can we can we have that wake-up experience where the alarm isn't jolting us and we can just kind of get up and smile and go about our day from a more centered, peaceful place? And I feel like that's what the horses are doing. They're really helping us mm-hmm. to stay, to get into that space and stay in that space yes oh yes so so very true i was just reminds me of what i was thinking of today when i was out with my horses they were all so calm i have three of them and they were just all around me and just in a calm state of mind and i even when i moved one to his other pen everybody was just calm as could be and it was just like okay they're to me, they're showing me this is how to be. Just remain calm and and collective about it and uh, just realize that we're all here to help one another. And the horses, I feel, help so much in so many ways is, is how my horses for sure help me. There's no doubt. <laughs> yeah, and I love that you share that because that calm, centered, relaxed, what the horses kind of call it is relaxed alertness. There's mm-hmm. a, there's a sense of being able to navigate life with more of a center rather than the anxiety that comes of fear of the future, especially during times of change. I don't know what's going to happen to my business, to my loved one. And that calm energy, which is like through breath, through what the horses do a lot of, which is meditation, right? They're really in, Mm -hmm. they help us get into a more regulated nervous system. That's really one of the best ways that we can handle an awakening, um, especially a rude awakening. And (laughs) I do believe that we don't have to go through rude awakenings as we are willing to work within our own consciousness more and or get support, as you just said, because it can get easier. This wake-up process can get easier if we choose into to gratitude even when things are challenging, if we work consciously and, and we don't sweep stuff under the rug. We're a, we're a society that has swept a lot under the rug for a long time, and it's kind of coming back now <laughs> to show us mm-hmm. that we can't live that way anymore, you know? Exactly. Oh, how true. How it kind of reminds me of we have bypassed the little simple things in life that are so meaningful. Like you said, just just even gratitude or just 
realizing the horse's moment of being how calm they were. Or when you walk outside and you see a bird or you see the trees and how beautiful they are. And, I mean, as fall's coming on, the color's changing. We've gotten so busy that we don't take time to just really realize what really does make us happy and can really calm us down is how I look at it a lot of times. (laughs) Yes. And what makes a difference in the lives of someone else, right? And I think people Mm -hmm. are always in awe that the horses are contributing so much when they had a client the other day and it's like the horse immediately greets her They're, you know, she's webbing up on her and it's like, wow, I didn't have to do anything to deserve this love. Mm-hmm. And the busyness, one of the other horses was really busy. And I said, what's the difference you're noticing between you've got this calm centered horse who's contributing to you and this other horse who's running the fence line because of some separation anxiety with the herd. And, you know, it became really clear to the client, you can't connect with yourself or anyone else that's in the busy mood, right? You can't you can't get anywhere near that horse or that human. And I think a lot of us do that, like we carry our work home and we're not able to let it go. And we, you know, so therefore then it affects our personal relationships. Um, and I do think there is a lot around you know, going back to some of the basics, which you just explained, like slowing down and, and my big focus is gratitude recently. Like I have clients that can sometimes be hard on themselves or um perfectionists and they're they're looking at what went wrong instead of what went right and I was literally on a call the other day going, I just really appreciate the colors of the leaves right now. You know, like can it get can life get that simple? Can you love like the sunlight and how it hits your kid's hair and be grateful for that moment rather than thinking you need to achieve these huge things in life, right, that that's going to somehow fulfill you. It's each and every moment that fulfills us, and it's the remembrance of that, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, how true. To just the other night, it was just the sunset was just absolutely breathtaking, the colors in the sky. And it was just I'm so grateful to be able to see all those colors, to just take that moment and take just take that breath and go, wow, I get to experience this. And no matter where you are, be you in the city, be wherever you are, you can always find something to be grateful for. And if you take that moment to notice it and realize that that is a gratitude moment, gratitude, I totally feel, can change your life. It totally changes the way you look at things, the way you feel about things. It's really... It's really very much a part ascending, moving up in life for however you want to call it, up-leveling, just really appreciating, be it even the animals. I mean, I just I love my dogs are always with me, and I'm like, oh, my word, I am so blessed to be able to have these dogs right there with me, and I just I love it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I love that you're focused on what is there rather than what's not, right? And that is something that people experience is, is like a lack consciousness. And when I when I think of up-leveling and enlightenment, it is there's pure enoughness both within us and anywhere else in the world. There's a noticing of the abundance. There's an increase of prosperity, you know, and there's really an opportunity to just have 
deep compassion for all beings. And that that's really, for me, I want us to get to that point where we respect animals more, we are <laughs> respecting each other more, and we can't do it from these lower level of consciousness where someone's wrong and there's blame or there's victim and there's always a focus on what's wrong. I mean, 80% of our thoughts are supposedly negative. That's our default programming. So it is work to awaken. And, you know, at the same time, I find that it can be fun and we are going to have to awaken as a humanity because that's the nature of all things that evolve. If we, and if we don't, it's it can get a little bit hard. And so I look at society right now, and I'm like, I don't want things to get harder on people. I want us to have more ease and grace, but we have to commit to the awakening process for that to happen. Otherwise, it's going to happen regardless. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And the more, the more we come into nature, and like you said, I love what you said about uh, realizing about the horses and how how important all these animals are and how important nature is to us and how we all we all breathe the same air we all to me all the animals have they all have a living soul and if we can all come together and realize that and appreciate each other and live live more in harmony i mean that might sound like wow how can we do this but it can be done because they they have so, animals have so much to give us. It's just incredible. And to me, that is one of the easiest ways to start to really look inside yourself is to start being grateful for the nature and what is offered outside and that we all end up, all are under the same sky and breathe the same air. I love that. Yes, it's so true. And we have to remember that. And we need the trees for oxygen and we need, uh, mm-hmm. you know, all of these different beings, the bees and everything that's happening. And so there really is, there has to be this interconnectedness viewpoint, which does happen, that union and that oneness happens at higher levels of awakening. And so that's the goal, really. And then when we live from there, we have a very different society where there is less to actually fear because we are, we know that our actions affect others and the air is very important and that there's basic rights that all sentient beings should have. Um, and so, yeah, I love that you said harmony. And I know a lot of people, like, I used to laugh because Back in the day, I was much more egocentric and was atheist and was very into this um, kind of me world. And so I was, A, a lot unhappier because that was it. That's all I had was my crazy mind and ego to live with. And I wasn't as service-oriented, which service really brings a lot of joy. People think about it and really step Mm -hmm. into that. But one of my goats, like her name wasn't Nettle. Her name would be Harmony because that's really what (laughs) – she does is she gets people into that space and a lot of what it is is she says to me and to others check your energy right how are you responsible for how you're showing up in a room and what you're doing and what how, whether you're contributing or creating connection or disconnection and mm-hmm. if i go to her with busy energy or big energy or if it's like my i have an agenda or she's out of there and she's my leader goat and she's very sensitive and she's you know super she's a sentinel role she takes care of everyone but I can't go, I can't, and other people can't just run up to her and make it all about themselves <laughs> or 
And she really helps people to get into that grounded space and to come from a place of like, how can there be a mutual win here? And that's one thing I love about working with animals is as you're grooming them or petting them or connecting with them, there is no stop between giving and receiving. The animal is enjoying it, you know, you see them blinking their eyes, you see them calming down, you see them staying with you. And you're experiencing, you know, also the regulation of the nervous system through the somatic touch of actually touching an animal and all that that does for blood pressure and everything else that the Human Animal Bond Research Institute talks about as those benefits. But there is no real reality between giving, we're giving and receiving stop, right? It's pure flow. And that's the other thing that happens in awakened states is there's a lot more flow, Things come to you. You don't have to work as hard. You know, I'm in a current situation where I had an opportunity come to me because I was open enough and receiving enough. And I'm like, cannot believe that this is my opportunity right now. Of all the people that could be doing this, I got this. And it was really from that place of, of openness to receive and being in flow. And and mm-hmm. so and it being more of a vibrational fit than maybe it would have been a year ago because I've done some deep inner work. So I think that that's the other piece, too, is that the flow lifestyle happens and things do get easier and we don't have to strive and work as hard and, and stress because stuff comes to us, which is really nice. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, that that's beautiful because that's so true because what you put out to the world comes back to you. I mean, if you put out positivity and you're open like that, look what you received. If you put out negativity and things like that, it flows right back is how I kind of look at life. So it's uh, it's much more rewarding to be able to open up and to give that kind out there and help see what you can do for others and open up like that. Now, that was that was a beautiful example. Yeah, thank you. And I think the other thing is the awakening process, you know, that whole rude awakening that has kind of happened for some people during quarantine or COVID or Mm -hmm. other major challenges, it can at times feel like you're back to dealing with the same issues or you're never going to get out of your anger, you're not going to get out of your sadness. And the, the fact of the matter with everything is this too shall pass. And if we're committed to, okay, what's the next, like, what's what's next for my own vibrational energy, for my own frequency, yeah. for my own consciousness? And we know that it can keep getting better, and we allow it. Sometimes the horses will say to me, like, how good can you allow your life to get, right? And that's it's a really great question because they follow what feels good, and, and they're like, are you following what feels good, right? And... <laughs> Ultimately, I think even when we're in the trenches, it's okay to pause. It's okay to know that the awakening process is hard sometimes. And it's not linear. It's not like we do this and we get there. It's more spiral. And there's no right or wrong way to really do an awakening. What is helpful is to just keep judgment out of it, right? It should be different. Um, and And... And we don't always know why we're going through something at the time, too, right? I didn't think my cat would die when he did or how he did, and I didn't understand Mm -hmm. it, and he felt too young. And and now looking back, you know, even with six-month perspective, it's like, okay, I see certain things that I didn't see while I was in the middle of it. And to just know that we're going to continue to grow 
and we will grow out of bad habits if we're committed to that, right? And bad, mm-hmm. and we're mm-hmm. not our bad habits and our bad behavior. We are so much bigger than that. We are divine beings. Right, right. We are totally worthy is how I like to say it a lot of times. And don't, I mean, I kind of look at it where don't let yourself get stuck in that one place where you feel like, oh, man, I'm just, I'm stuck here. Get Talk to someone or go out in nature or whatever it takes to help you relieve that and go in and find yourself to move upwards is how I how I often say too to people is just just work through it. I mean don't don't let yourself get stuck in it and feel like you're the only one there because we've all been in different situations yeah. and we've all had to work through them. So yeah, and being uncomfortable is part of the journey of awakening. Like where we don't mm-hmm. our comfort zone is nice and easy, but it's not always where we're actually learning and growing. And it's not always about becoming the next best version of yourself. The ne- the best version of yourself already exists. It's already your true nature. Mm-hmm. It's who you are in divine perfection. And it's just remembering that and getting back in touch with that energy which is more of a heart-centered life and it's more of a whole body, whole mind, whole spirit approach rather than, you know, whatever the, the ego decides it's going to talk about that day, which is it's less than or better than, right? It's not enough or it's better than the next person. And it's like, thank you for sharing. And I'm going to live this more heart-centered life, which is I'm going to make a meaningful contribution to myself and to the planet, right? Yes. Oh, that's beautifully put. I love that. Live a more heart-centered life. That is that is beautiful about mind, body, and spirit. Oh, that's that just kind of puts it all into perspective on how it how you go through the great awakening is, and be your true self. I mean, we so many times, so many people are trying to be what they think others need them to be, and we really were each created with very special talents and abilities and. Just let yourself be that true self and be grateful for those abilities that you do have. Yeah, and it's patience, and it's also cultivation of emotional intelligence, which we've talked about before, but an energy intelligence. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we do need a coach or support system for that, to have it reflected back to us, because we don't always know Mm -hmm. how we're coming across. I knew I needed Mm -hmm. to slow down and, and, you know, after having a high-powered corporate career. And so it was like I needed the feedback from the horses. I needed coaching to be able to kind of come into a place where I realized, you know, what my energy um, was doing. And and so, yeah, I think it's really great if we stay open to feedback and we stay patient with ourselves. Anything and everything can be cultivated. And sometimes we do need support for, with certain things as well. Yes, yes, definitely. I agree totally. And we shouldn't be down on ourselves when we do say, okay, we do need some help, be it with the animals, be it with someone like you, be it, just know that uh, there are others out there to help you too, which is fabulous. Well, Kate, I knew this would go super fast and we wouldn't get to (laughs) talk on everything, but we highlighted a lot. This was just incredible. What is a tip that you would like to leave with our listeners today? Yeah, I think it's just to continue on that last piece that, you know, mental health issues and 
challenging and suffering is real, and we do not need to go through it alone. There's, I would love to destigmatize mental health challenges, just going through some of that with some clients and their loved ones right now. We, we need to reach out for support and receive. And as women, you know, we are, as women in particular, we're so used to doing so much for so many. And mm-hmm. now is really the time as the feminine rises in humanity, we need to really allow and receive support. And that does come from believing that we can have it and deserving it. So even if it's just heart on, hand on your heart every day, you know, I'm worthy of love, I am love, I'm loving. And it's a simple thing of just re-centering or just finding, you know, the gratitude moments or just finding a life that you can make better every single day. One life, Mm -hmm. animal, bug, Mm -hmm. human. Like I I literally am rescuing bugs out of my apartment sometimes. (laughs) Like, oh, my God, I'm going to help you, you know, and it's that kind of thing. It's like what little, you know, and, and how can we connect with someone and look them in the eyes because right now everyone, you know, people feel a little more shut down and, and yet people mm-hmm. need connection now more than ever. So, Oh, that was an absolute beautiful tip to leave with our listeners today. That that totally summed up what we were talking about and I just I loved it. That was great. Thank you so much, Kate, for all your knowledge and sharing so much with our listeners today. It was absolutely incredible. I loved it. <laughs> Thank you. I always love talking to you, too. Thank you. Oh, you are so welcome, and thanks back to you. And all our listeners, be sure to tune in again in November because Kate will be back to share more of her knowledge with us. And be sure to share all share this uh, podcast with all of your family and friends. And check out all the other hosts and their shows on DivasThatCare.com. Remember, have a t- fantastic day. Be kind to all. And remember, give yourself that extra love you need too and be in that love vibration and give your animals that great big hug and share your love with them and until we connect again on robust lifestyles stay strong and healthy thanks for listening this show was brought to you by divas that care connect with us on facebook on instagram and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing